Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for what is looking to be the last COVID-titled episode. Exactly. We had been staying on the lockdown episodes, and we knew we were going to like try to uh, stick with it until... We were out of lockdown. We're starting to ease out of lockdown anyway, but even if we were still on lockdown, clearly a lot more has been going on. Uh, It's not that COVID is gone. Clearly, we've been seeing record numbers of cases in some areas in the world and in the States. Uh, But there's obviously a lot more going on in this world. And honestly, we've been doing this for quite a few months now. In fact, probably exactly three or four episodes. What are we up to? Like number eight? Three months. Specific one, right? Three months. Uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry, three or four months, which means, yeah. So this is like our eighth COVID-specific episode. And I say our last, and, uh, and because we want to get back to our regular numbering, because we uh, probably would have hit number episode 300 by now, a few times over, if not um, soon. And we do want to get back to preparing for that. Also, we're running, I don't want to say running out of corona uh, virus stories, but we're getting a lot more now that the, uh, the stories are uh, easing up, or rather uh, states are easing up, some weird stories to report on, which actually, actually also might be a good time to explain what that means for you all when you're listening to this show in general, what you're going to get out of content. Scott, take it away. Oh, I was waiting to listen. I, I'm I'm as enthralled as the listener right now. The Lost Home Podcast is a show about <laughs> weird news. If you want, I'll take over. You, you, you so can take over. You, 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 got, you were on a roll. I was. I I literally. This must be a good show if I just shut the fuck up and listen to you. <laughs> I was, I, and, I, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna ease this into a great segue and. Cricket, cricket. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, we're going to nail this. This is the pitch. And, oh, the batter's not even in the box. Nope. It's like you're looking at a butterfly in right field. Yes. Well, this... you're the batter, you should not be in right field. Yeah, the uh, the true mission of the podcast is to take some of the weirder stories from the internet, drag them back up to the surface, and report them to you. These are things you're not going to hear about on uh, mainstream media. And then what we do when we report these stories is we like to spin them into new content. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of content. We give one disclaimer. If you like the content and you're like, holy shit, that's a good idea. Go ahead and make it. Just make a make a little note that we had a part in it. Yeah, like, we can. Like we inspired just, by. You can just like, we can be uh, relegated to an asterisk in whatever project you are part of. Just at least make us part of your ass. Yep. And every once in a while, we do sure. come up with an idea that we like and we save and we say on the show, please do not use. Because theoretically, if we say that, uh, this is a copyright kind of because we are producing with a date stamp the idea. I still have not uh, created. We we had that promise to each other. We were going to work on something, uh, and then we ended up working out that you got a cat that night instead. So we both sort of fell through on our promise of uh, uh, I was going to make goat urine soda, and you were going to make uh, something that you actually carried through. Um, I did mine. Yes. Uh, so I actually still owe you a Mark Zuckerberg goat urine soda advertisement, which I do want to uh, still make. Yep. And uh, I carried out mine. That was the uh, Vegans Who Hate Vegans Facebook page. Yep. If you go to Facebook right now, please join the page. Uh, I've been shitposting on it, and uh, I think I've done a good enough job. Jer uh, read through my first four posts and actually laughed. So I don't think I'm doing it wrong, but I also don't quite know what I'm doing. So if a listener out there wants to hit us up on maybe Twitter at the Lost at Home, or I don't know, send us an email at uh, lostatomepodcast at gmail.com. Those are two easy ways to contact us. And if you have an idea of where we can go with this, because the idea is solid, now I'm just not sure what to do with it, and I don't like making things to discard and not use them. So I know, I, I yeah, it is, it is nice it. for it to like have at least a little bit of a life because what what's it? Uh, I'm I'm really uh, I guess you would say bad about this, not good. I'm good at being bad about this one thing, which is getting a getting an idea for like a project, and then uh, I purchase like the domain name for it, 
expecting that to be like a driver to make me want to make the project. Be like, oh, I invested $15 into this. Now I'll definitely make it. And then still never making it. That's why I have uh, recently, we no longer own this domain, but for a while I owned the domain um, hotdogandabidet.com. And the yep. funny, funny thing about that is when I buy these weird ones, like three werewolves fucking ahead of lettuce. Yep. Dot, uh, dot com, That's another. Uh, the thing I love is seeing which one's bots. Um, because uh, bots won't take over every single one and try to sell them back to you. They, they'll be, but a uh, hot dog in a day, or I think, or there was one other one I had um, recently. A bot purchased it out from quote unquote under me, thinking maybe I'd let it lapse accidentally and wanna, would want to then buy it back off of them. And then they send you a thing saying, hey, you want to buy this domain, motherfucker, kind of thing. And I'm like, no, I don't. If you were not a bot, you'd realize this is not a good domain. But it has like one word in it. And you know how like GoDaddy has these. Um, they they will actually rate your domain name, being like, "This is a valuable domain name because it has the word words hot dog in it or something." Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, but the, obviously, it's not taking in content that it also has hot dog in a bidet dot com. Probably with the the word bidet, there was a popular so bidet like, was trending when uh, yeah. toilet paper was rare. So so I think what they do is they probably have something that checks those like those uh, values and then determines whether or not it's worth the bot to you know spend the money to buy it out from underneath me at one second past midnight when it lapses or when it, I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to have it anymore, and then tries to sell it back to me, and I say, "I don't." need hotdogatabaday.com. I did nothing with it when I had it, and I probably won't do anything with it. But anyway, it is good to like actually follow through on something um, rather than you know just come up with... like Mine was low-hanging fruit. It was making a Facebook page. Yeah, but, it but, took five minutes. True, you made it, but what you're saying is you would actually like to follow through and post on it. Yeah, for at least I, a little while. Like, let, have it live for a year, you know? That's why I've been posting, and it actually was harder to find things to post, but um, I figured out a rhythm, if you will, to my posting, and I'm going to keep it up. It... it it's very specific to it's basically shit posting memes but I, yeah. I try to write a little thing with them and try to make it weird almost ambiguous so when you go to vegans who hate vegans you, you almost can't grasp what the message is and I think that's where I'm leaving it like very ambiguous yeah yeah. let, let people uh, you know draw their own conclusions and, and if write someone their wants own to write us on either of the uh, platforms I just mentioned uh, feel free if you think there is a direction or a funny way to bring it or just uh, maybe a link to a site that has good memes for it yeah and uh, Scott this is one of the things I'm also going to make as a uh, 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 not an empty promise but a promise promise um, okay first of all we're doing this coronavirus episode which is not really coronavirus there's one corona drop and we're going to get to one. a little bit which is another reason to no longer call them COVID specific where most of our stories are no longer COVID specific but also uh, where our the plan is for us to do a, uh, a special episode next week we talked before on one of the earlier episodes about how uh, Gathering of the Juggalos had been uh, canceled for the year and we've also made jokes over the years since we've uh, did our very first juggalo week back in 2014 if i recall our first year doing podcast of uh, this podcast um is that uh, you know generally every year ground gathering of the juggalos we do a juggalo week a special week of the juggalos it's canceled that does not mean our juggalo episode is going to be canceled uh, we got a lovely gift from mr jason northrup in the mail uh, he is from the midwest or rather he lives in the midwest um now and uh, sent me a box of Fago flavors and we we're going to do a taste test here and we we're going to have a Juggalo uh, appreciation celebration uh, episode before we go back to our regular numbering scheme. Plan is to do that next week. I'll hopefully have a new song for you but my plan is after that when we go back to the regular numbering I think it's about time for a web droppings 3.0 like making a new web droppings opening theme. You'll hear the, the old one potentially for the last time today and then we'll create a new one because we, we've only had two separate web dropping openings ever. And I think it's about time. I, I, I plop that in. I'm like, I'm getting sick of listening to this one, even if it's just for myself, finding something new, finding and, a new way to, to uh, entertain in the show. And theoretically, um, I am working on a few interviews because we haven't had one in a long time. Mm. 
And uh, theoretically, we might have an interview for our first numbered episode. That would be great. Which would give you even more time to work on your web droppings. Perfect. Jingle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I am pushing. I won't say any names, but I got a few uh, few leads. And also some old guests have been more than happy to come back. Yeah, and honestly, like, you know, our, our uh, format has not really changed a ton since the coronavirus, except for the fact that we have sometimes gotten a little looser than usual. And been like, there was one day we didn't get to a single web drop because we're like, let's just talk about movies we like. Yeah. Um, so when we get back to the normal numbered ones and everything, we'll probably dig back into some of our uh, you know segments that have been missing for at least at least th uh, the past three months, probably even longer, and work our way toward that great episode three hundred that we uh, still need to, to create. I can't remember where we left off five or six episodes behind it. I don't know two ninety five, two ninety six. Yeah, we have to actually kind of kind of get on that. Start hustling, yeah. Start yeah. hustling. Uh, honestly, the time to hustle on that would have been during the actual pandemic where a lot of the people Except would you want work, to... you worked straight through it. I, I was actually extremely busy during that time. I should and have I'm, done some and, writing during but, that but time. Not, but uh, what the way I was thinking is actually a lot of the, the hard part of that is is wrangling other people to help. And there were so many other people I know who had more time to do like these, like recording some voices for things like that. And granted, we've always been able to get the help in the past. Um from friends of the show, you know the Kyle Kyle Brocks of the world, and some celebrity guests. Yeah, that cops have got helped. canceled. He's got plenty of time now. Oh, no yeah, more podcasts well, for him. Yeah, the thing about them is they just watch old episodes. I'm yeah. sure they have a lot to. Watch. Yeah. I think they could still have Although, their would they podcast. do it because maybe it's that's, the bad that's, climate. That's what I'm curious of. If like there definitely needs to be at least some the time before it, because although really the it's that it's them pretty much just making fun of the ridiculousness of that show. True. So. Um, and the office is like the mustache of the week and shit like that. Anyway, um, so regardless of that, but you know, friends of the show who help us out and even some celebrity folks who have who said they will, you know, drop us uh, either a voice or another interview down the line. So we got things in the works for when we get back to normal. But until then, let me just go ahead and maybe have the last Corona specific dropping. Not that there won't be other coronavirus stories, but this is the last one of the COVID uh, months anyway. Yep. Um, and that is, and it's actually a really cool story. It's not particularly um, funny or silly. It's actually pretty, it's just very interesting and, and right up our alley as far as, you know, occultism and magic and, and you know, um, I don't know, just like the, the kind of stuff that we like, uh, folklore style stuff. Um, it is a little ridiculous, but um, the coronavirus is actually being worshipped as a goddess in parts of India. Um, there, there are believers leaving offerings to the new deity, Corona Mai, and... What is happening? So there's some women in villages, uh, in some villages in India's uh, uh, Uttar, uh, wait, Uttar Pradesh, I guess. Um, so I'm going to mispronounce anything. I think that's the last one I have to even try. I, I have no idea. I, well, it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably like Uttar Pradesh or whatever. But anyway, um, they started wa worshiping Corona Mai, and the, uh, they du they've dug a pit in a field, filled it with water, then offered uh, uh, nine... Is that nine cloves yep, and nine ladus, an Indian sweet, to their deity? And uh, there's been a few villages that have been getting into this. It started to spread. Other women have uh, joined the activity and begun to pray to Corona Mai. And the reason they're praying to this is it's sort of like, um, you know, if, uh, uh, with a lot of, um, uh, you know, Indian deities, you know, there's like the, you know, Hindu deities and whatnot, a lot of them are gods and goddesses of destruction and um life like like at the same time so yep. you could actually if something bad is happening it's not always like that's a demonic force and it's only for bad they're like a god is sort of like a yin and a yang all together a god or a goddess yeah, and they, they'll be they like a life get angry death, you know and they can get happy yeah they can and, do good and bad and the way they're trying to do this is they're saying let's like uh so they're praying to the uh to the deity thinking they're angry clearly and it's uh to spare lives of their family and stuff don't know why they're being so specific why not spare everybody's life but you know they're but they're like hey get enough people involved spare the lives of our family um some people uh, are not happy about this and i can i can sort of understand where 
you know, there there are times for you know accepting and embracing uh, religious superstition, and then sometimes there aren't. That being said, I I can't imagine anybody uh, like anybody in the West that has no uh, right getting angry at this kind of thing because people pray for shit all the time and they just don't pray to a specific deity but people are allowed to pray but the, a lot of people are saying this could be harmful because now you have some people who might take it so seriously that they don't follow other precautions because they assume you know offering a couple of pieces of candy to uh, a goddess they just made up a few days ago is going to like spare them and the lives of their family so there's also that that like occasionally superstition can be a public health concern and so there are some people being a little concerned about that that being said the thought of a virus god or a virus goddess which apparently there are some other ones in this um uh like other deities like that uh is really fucking cool it almost is is its uh, content in and of itself if somebody was like praying to something like that or you found there was just this virus god or virus demon that was actually causing like a pandemic so like you can turn it into horror a horror movie like you can a, turn it into a horror movie where it turns yeah. out these people are not crazy and there really is like a, some kind of demon that has been summoned to cause this pestilence which is very common in all religions yep. i just uh, recently watched midsummer and uh, um, oh you finally watched that did you i did not see it right I had not seen it. Finally okay. watched it. It's really good. Yep. And all I could think of when you were telling the story Day, daytime is, horror. is if you, if people do summer oh, so good. Yep. with a virus god. Yeah. And yeah. maybe maybe at the end, you know, the god's real. It comes out. Like, uh, what was that awesome horror movie where there was the, uh, the like, deer tree god thing in the Ritual? woods? Yeah, dude, the ritual has the best monster. That monster ever. is so cool. I, I actually, I actually have um because I actually looked up the writer um that you know makes a lot because that's folk horror too. It's Midsommar's folk horror, and so is the ritual. Very folk horror type uh, vibes to it. And the thing about ritual, the ritual um is that oh by the way too like the ritual the the director of the ritual I think and the writer of um, Super Dark Times. If I'm not fucking this completely up. Um, have gotten together and are working on a movie right now. And the director of the ritual, obviously, very good because uh, I love that movie. If people haven't seen Super Dark Times, amazing movie. I'm not sure if well. I've seen that one. I have to look um, it up to make sure. Yeah, it's it's very good. That, and that one's like the ground in reality, more like like serial killer, young person mentality kind of thing. Remember uh, what's the name of that um, that uh, movie about like school shooters? They like plan like a school shooting, but it sort of is a joke until one of them turns out they're like, oh, like, I know exactly taking, I think mean. we watched it together, if, if I'm not mistaken, actually. Um, it's and not it, the Poughkeepsie tapes. No, it? the Poughkeepsie tapes was fucking awesome. No, this one was where it was pretty much just two kids. They were like jokingly planning out a school yeah, shooting, I and the other and one actually, watch that together. actually started carrying it out, and the other kid had to like kind of react immediately, be Did like, here's my best all friend. surveillance footage from the school hallways? I think that's what it was, yeah. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I'll try to remember. I just saw it pop up on like a list recently, and no, I, really I, and I was too. like, and I was like okay that but um but anyway yeah so there's there's yeah, definitely a lot of potential or yeah, like in just in midsummer yeah. basically but you just change the plot to include this and do a different story yep. but it's the same idea maybe some westerners or maybe even easterners doesn't matter where they're from yep. outsiders come to one of these villages maybe for relief aid for coronavirus yep. or maybe even just throw Ebola or some other thing in there. Yeah, yeah, make, make up make up your own make, virus. Make up, make up make, a virus. Make up yeah. a virus, but obviously have it very like analogous to stuff that's actually happening, which is not that difficult to do. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's actually not a virus this time. It's a, it's a god about of Parkinson's disease, and it's a very earthquake-stricken region of Africa. <laughs> yes, it is. And the statue shakes from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Michael J. Foxians. <laughs> We, Dude, uh, I just got to the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, oh my god! For, for the we shake the soda. I'm listening to ten. I'm watching ten seasons of Curb all Dude, at once. I'm actually kind of jealous. Of you. I wish somebody could zap my brain, and I, so I'd never seen it. And I, I mean, I should just go back and rewatch it all. But 
I'm, I'm jealous of people who get to pick up a show with that many seasons like, like oh yeah it's them. amazing watching 10 seasons of especially it. like I don't I've never watched all of them like in a row like that I was like I watched a bunch of them probably I, I got into it pretty much season number one so I've just and sometimes you know, I would wait three years between yeah. seasons it's been on for 20 years only 10 seasons so like there's been some times where it's gone like for a while without us with this yeah, without the a Michael season. J. Fox thing was amazing but when they brought him back for the fatwa season yes and that uh, Muslim guy's interviewing him and yes, he goes would yeah. you like a soda and he's like no no yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like admitted you you shook the soda on purpose he's like yeah <laughs> dude it's so good anyway um, but good but, yeah. get on Michael J. Fox for having that kind of sense of humor of course to he do does, a yeah. Parkinson's well, he also can knows, of soda joke yes he, he also knows like, like uh, having that sense of humor about himself doesn't uh take away or undermine the seriousness of the like the, especially the work that he has done to bring awareness and make money for this in cause. fact it probably raises if anything, awareness if anything like this is something that like like bring something like that back out also allow people to feel comfortable if people can laugh about something not at it but about something it yep. makes it so much more comfortable to actually discuss and have a discussion about otherwise you just walk around with these you know we're seeing a lot especially with race right now is that you know for it's so easy for people to feel like worried about speaking about something that is sensitive so they just don't bring the topic up at all and then it just suffers in silence and the only people actually trying to affect change are the people actually affected by it as opposed to what you really need is like five people to every one person affected by something to help you know raise it up into the into the public uh, spectrum anyway um so I won't talk anymore about the serious stuff. Let's get back on to some funny shit and um, move oh, on to web dropping. That's that's the uh, that's the new content. So I think we're I'm, I'm ready for web droppings myself, and possibly the last time you will hear this Nicholas Cage web droppings. Uh, let's roll it. <laughs> So I brought this story to the table. Um, well, we're just going to throw a word at you. You've probably never heard before is the title of this story. Asquatch. As in Sasquatch, but Asquatch. I'm going to be honest. When I read Asquatch, all, all, I, all I felt was anger that I hadn't already come up with an entire series of erotic novels called Asquatch. And how I was so pissed knowing that that term exists and I have not been using it my entire life. Uh, Chuck Tingle needs to get on this. Honestly, we need to get on this. We were talking already about writing some content for what is it? The, was it like Porn Channel or something like that? Where yeah, it was the, all the, red? Uh, the audiobook erotica thing. Yeah, audiobook where erotica. Where you can just submit your own and well, it gets posted to, and people can listen to we it. Need to, we need to write, or you need to send me that link or write it back down or It's something. in our show notes. Show, okay, well, I need to dig that up because I, I want to follow through on that one and that's one that we don't have to take from our listeners that everybody can do and everybody should do. Yeah, and do if it we do home. it, then we'll... I can do it yeah. at home. You can do it at home. And, we, and we've recorded your own. And we've recorded plenty of, uh, of, of of that stuff. We had a, oh we had a whole God, special. We could do the Star Wars one. Just submit it to their page. It's well, already well, made. Well, and we, we did, had another one too where we each we each made one and I think we even had... Um, uh, we've done a few. Yeah. there was Because there was one, remember, I was reading... Oh, I was actually reading out of a real book. But uh, it's easy to write that stuff and... Honestly, it's slow hanging meat as far as I'm concerned. By the way, you've I been d- using low, low hanging fruit a couple of times, and I just want to correct you that it's. Oh, not I'm sorry, slow hanging. Slow hanging meat. No, I, 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 I've I been good about using that consistently. I remember doing the Forrest Gump one with him and Sally and the blowjob. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I did yeah. that one. Jedi, <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> Blow me, Jedi. Yeah, Jedi, blow me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we. But the, no, actually, but the the Star Wars one. Like that's epic. We, we it's long. We put we put a lot of work into that, man. And I I mean I remember that having more fun on sound design on that. I spent probably twenty to plus hours on sound design Damn. alone on that. It was long too. It, it's two like, parts. Yeah, it's two parts for probably a total of twelve to some odd minutes. 
But like, so full Star Wars music, oh, special, no, yeah. effects, special effects, and, Oh, and, and if you listen to it on headphones or like good speakers, you'll hear like, like if something blows up, like something will. I automated panning, shit like nice. that. There was something like I never listened to on 60, good headphones. Sixty layers of, of sound effects. And I shit. need to go back. I had so much fun doing that shit, and I would love to do another series one. But regardless, we did put those together and play them at one point. Um, and honestly, yeah, let's submit that as a single unit because it was uh, Earl Hall, which uh, you people would have to look up even remembering who that guy is. Yeah, um, the con. Context within the episode doesn't help because it yeah. was contextual within the show at the time. It we was, had done yes, stories yeah. on him, he, and, and, and we don't hated ex- Star Wars because of a gay character in it. Yeah, yeah, or, in like, a book. Yeah, it was. So yeah, and then try, like trying to. It was just an anti an anti gay uh, person who was just absolutely a Republican legislator, I believe, who just yeah, hate, yeah. hated uh, hated Star and, Wars because there was and, a gay and, character and he, in a book no one probably read but me. And he disappeared from um, the Earl you know the pu- public public. Uh, of consciousness shortly after because probably some other asshole just like him came up uh, you know a week later and uh, doing an Asquatch one would be good but I bet a bunch of people right now are like you just mentioned the weirdest fucking word I've ever heard steamrolled past it and talked about other stuff and for five moving minutes. on yeah <laughs> um, anyway well, I, I want people to be able to uh, ruminate um, ruminate yeah on on let let people let that sink in a little bit because now I think people have now had like an idea to think about what an Asquatch looks like before we even explain what sure. we're talking about. So now people, with what you have in your mind, compare it to what Scott's about to, to drop on you for knowledge the, here. The article we source is from Vice.com and it centers on a taxidermist named Pat Morin who says that when he has people over his house, they always look at his taxidermy, you know, animals all around his house. And then they almost always center on one and go, what is that? And he'll usually respond by saying, that is a swamp booger. And the people are like, what the hell is that? I've never heard of it, really? And he goes, nah, it's a deer's asshole. What he does is he taxidermies an inverted deer's asshole, making the tail become like chin hair. And then he reshapes the asshole into a mouth and then inserts taxidermied eyes. And that's pretty much all he has to do to make a horrifying face that looks at times like a monkey at times, like a monkey ferret. At That's times, really, like really all at, kinds of things. Whereas I just chime in and say, you know, as as well as as Scott is doing, uh, explaining that's a great description. Still, nothing is going to like. As, as good at any description we can give you, you have to look it up I'll, for yourself. I'll, I'll probably post an image or two or even yeah. a link to this story on... Uh, that, oh. I'll do it on our Facebook group. Uh, if okay. you go to Lost should, Podcast definitely. Facebook group, that's where we talk. That's where you should post it. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll post it there. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there, 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 are, there are like so many good ones here. There's also the process pictures, which I think are amazing. But there's that there's this one right here that's one of my personal faves that I think should definitely get posted. Like, oh, that's one I'm on okay, right now. Cool. That's like, but it's uh, I'm I'm showing uh I'm showing Scott the picture. None of you can see it, but just think about how amazing this is. Uh, an asquatch made from an angora. Uh, is that probably goat? It just says got. It's goat. Um, it's goat. a typo. Uh, currently, but, selling, but, but, yeah. remember earlier when I said Vice must have editors? Nah, never yeah, mind. Oh, yeah, that no, was a pre-show talk yeah, we had. Yeah, no, editors <laughs> for content, but clearly not for spelling, because it's actually a really uh, this uh, 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 article we're talking about is one of the few well-written articles we actually read. Also, we, spell, we read from spell, major spell check, news organizations. Yeah, check puts a red underline if it doesn't fix it. You, but you, didn't, got, you didn't scroll not, back through. And, but, but not forgot. Got's a word. You know, it, it was probably it was probably a blue underline, True. and I have those turned off because it's grammar. They're probably like, I don't get what Angora God is. It's not going to correct it. It's not going to red True. underline it. So, yeah, these things are amazing. Um, once again, if you have to go look at the photos to understand, uh, pause the show, come back. But uh, he basically just makes these creations, and he says the hardest part of doing this is making the mouth because he has to not only cut open the asshole and form a mouth, but then he adds to add like 
like what is it, like a putty to then shape a new mouth using the asshole. So I, I like the thought that usually if somebody asks you what you do for a living, granted he's going to say taxidermist. Even then, people are like, that's kind of a weird profession. Fringe taxidermist. But if, yeah, but, he was, if, but he was just like dark web taxidermist. Yeah. Like, that's that's going to be like, you know, like, oh, no, I, I only create things out of your, out of a fucking Clive Barker fever dream. Well, first of all, taxidermy is a job, and it his is. name is here, so he is findable on the internet probably pretty easily. I think a... Uh, nicely written email to him saying can you make me an asquatch fleshlight he oh my oh, all you need to do is like send me a fleshlight i will make it i bet he because all you need to do is wrap it because they show him here with like these weird you almost like it, mannequin heads yeah, you cut he, the cut the asshole and you put the fleshlight behind it and probably like hot glue gun it in or whatever yep. they do and then and then send it back with a real fucking disclaimer saying this is not to be fucked even though i know you're gonna fuck it because God knows what kind of disease you're going to get from fucking a old, old <laughs> a dead Angora deer's go asshole. goats or, or goat. <laughs> Angora goat's asshole. That's it. Yeah, uh, these are amazing. Um, if I had access to one, I hate to say it, I would buy it. And I would. I told you earlier, be expensive. I, I would. Be expensive. Uh, I'd mount how it's the it's the part of the deer you don't mount on the wall with it's, a plaque. It's it's the it's what, the, it's what the I'm throwaway saying is, part of the yeah, deer. Yeah, but but the other stuff, all you have to do is a taxidermy and keep it as is. And granted, taxidermy taxidermy is very difficult. This guy is creating art. So this is like an art yes. piece now. I assume I've also seen some taxidermy. Like I, I, I follow weird taxidermy or bad taxidermy um, on uh, Reddit and uh, Instagram and all these any anywhere that thread exists. I follow bad taxidermy, and I've so definitely I. gone on eBay before to find like a bad because if you want to just get like a taxidermied squirrel on because there's so many dead squirrels out there um, and people don't care if you just stomp a squirrel to get a taxidermy. <laughs> like nobody's ever gonna like report you for animal cruelty for just smashing a squirrel. My taxidermied squirrel says vans down the side of it. <laughs> yeah, you wear them on your feet. <laughs> That'd be awesome getting a set of like vans made out of a squirrel run over by a van. I don't know if you meant awesome. <laughs> no, I meant fucking epic. Anyway, but uh, so some of those things you can find relatively cheap because they're quick. I this guy it seems like this guy is putting some work into yep. this shit. And there was actually a term uh, for this kind of taxidermy. It's called gaff, G A F F taxidermy. Okay. Um if you're thinking of what other gaff taxidermies might be, thinking this is a weird fucking thing, which it is, uh the jackalope or the Fiji mermaid are both gaff uh yep. Taxidermy creatures, and, 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 I, and I've them, seen the Fiji mermaid in person. Well, and, and yeah, and some of them, I think, like I can't remember. If it was and the I've Fiji, seen jackalopes. If it was in the, yeah, but where the, the stuff is, uh, occasionally, like in th these cases, the guy's not trying to pass it off as really or anything. But a lot of cases, these they like with the Fiji mermaid and jackalopes and stuff, they were actually passed off at points to, of actual like folklore creatures of trying to actually like uh, convince people that this was something that existed and there was there'd been a lot of them throughout history and there's some museums where they're just a bunch of yep. those things of like the odd creatures because that used to be a huge market before it's Netflix sort of taxidermy was. a platypus and call it a gaff taxidermy honestly at one point it probably it's was a duck, yeah. it's a rat yeah. It's yeah. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be great if you actually died if you took it apart and just turned it into all the animals they're supposed to be oh, that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> just like a deconstructed platypus turn a platypus into three different species yeah you're like and these are the what they should have been, and where before God got fucking drunk. But actually, can I just show you White Tails Unlimited taxidermy page? Is it's, this his page? This is uh, for whoever he worked with. He they clearly created it in 1996 and have not changed it. It's oh, amazing. Wow. Cent centered texts. Clip art deer heads. Clip art deer heads with the jaggy edges. Blue, blue on blue. Text blue. Background yep, yep. blue. And just all aerial font, including the the lovely, uh, uh, not even aerial, what is the impact um, with g bad gradients, and it's amazing. Honestly, if I could 
these are the it's kind of, hard to make a website that bad nowadays. It, it is. I've, I've I've actually intentionally made a couple of bad websites, and it took yes, me way have. longer. If I had, I've, I've seen yeah, them, there, there's uh, there's existentialclippy.com. Um, the one for Sarah, and then made. there's then there's sarahhazard.com. Sarahhazard.com took me longer because I, I I usually I just maybe if I want to make a quick website, um, like Twitter Twitter sounds like turds.info. By the way, somebody got in touch with me asking if they could donate to Twitter sounds like turds.info because. They use it uh, all the time to uh, inform their friends of, of how bad Twiddle is. And awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad it's still got fans out there. But anyways, but that's like, Twiddle sounds like turds.info. I went, I found a free HTML5 static template, dropped it into place, bopped some text in, boom, boom, boom. That's easy, easy. Yeah, that's really easy. Nobody's creating, which also there should, maybe should be a I market. I can't believe maybe they templates can. though of that because I've never looked for an old school template that's to see the thing. if they no, exist. No, no, no. What, what I have is I, I, have not, I have not found, so Twiddle sounds like turds is like, like a real proper template. The, oh, like okay. sarahhazard.com I couldn't do that I had to make my own from scratch and I had to go and find all these old assets that looked really bad enough in some cases I would be like wait a minute how did I used to make these bad assets alright like a magic wand to tool improperly used with all the jagged edges and save as, as, a, as an 8 uh, bit gif not even 8 bit like just just fucking with four colors yep. all a, dithered throw a link box in the corner with like important links but have it over the text yes. of the page. I scroll the text literally hides behind it. I also, I also like, I think it's t on a timer every 30 seconds, a pop-up, a real pop-up <laughs> pops up and says, have you rated my site yet? And you click on it and you go down to rate the site. First of all, you can never submit it, but everything's, it only gives you one option of a 10 to rate her site. <laughs> it's, so stuff like that, it's fun, it's fun. But it took yeah. me way longer to do that. Oh, that's than, actually than a harder yeah. than most websites. But it also building. made me think like, maybe I should create a shitty 90s template and 80, but honestly, even like different, areas be like you know like an early 90s template late 90s template early 2000s template geocities or geocities however you want to pronounce that anyway that was a, that was an aside white tails unlimited taxidermy's uh website that uh, apparently he's a part of um is is absolutely magnificent that's an aside i'll let you continue yep. with the uh the, well, the actual i think there's very little else to say except for the fact that the first asquatch the creator of it is unknown this person has just made him because he heard they were a thing you okay. can make and uh so although like the creator of the Asquatch is about as legendary as the Asquatch itself. Yep. Uh, the taxidermist, one taxidermist who was interviewed in the story, Ryan Barakri, uh, runs a website called Black Bears on Bath Salt. Oh, yes. I, I was curious. I have not clicked. I'm going to click on it now. If you want to click on that, I'll keep going down to the last yep. bits of info I want to dig from this story. Um, okay. It's actually a Facebook page. That's what the uh, all it is. Yep. That's literally it. Okay. Uh, I like the end of the story and uh, Vice, come on, you need good writers like this. Give this man a raise. Like an ass-obsessed Victor Frankenstein, you usually take a deer rump, flip it upside down, and make a monster out of it. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. love that line. Um, but yeah, there's a how-to guide on how to make an ass watch if anyone's curious. Uh, it came out in 2006 and I believe it's on YouTube. Nope, it's on another old ass-looking website. Okay, but the, can, can I just, uh, I just want to report on black bears and bath salts. I've not actually looked up much about um, anything about it, but I will uh, offer this immediate respect for them. First of all, they, they have not um, posted since July 4th of uh, 20, 2019 was their last post. So I'm guessing they just don't post there anymore. But their post was uh, saying, if you were considering spending money at my shop today, consider instead giving money to races or the Asylum Seeker Advocacy Project because that was a time where they were we were caging children. And oh. so instead of posting anything, they just said, no celebration of freedom while children are starving, traumatized, and dying in concentration camps on U.S. soil. So this was clearly somebody who nice. actually had their heart in the right place. And they said, if you were considering even spending money on me today, instead, 
maybe give it to this, this other uh, project. So respect already for for this person, let alone now that I know that about them, that they have just now gone up. If we if we were to rip off um, uh, uh, last podcast on the left, and uh, maybe what I'll do instead is submit this person as the hero of the week for less podcast on the left side stories, because that's essentially how I'm feeling about this person right now. Okay. So. Um, I do like that one of the people, one of the two taxidermists are, uh, interviewed in the article said, uh, Oh, that's a cool quote. Sorry. I just like the thought of that being the quote. Where is it? And we're moving on. Actually, fuck it. Yeah, I'm good. That was a better quote. Um, that was the quote. I, I I think the only content we basically came up with was actually creating a a, a Chuck Tingle kind of thing. Ask with yeah. I mean, I think that that popped just, up right it. off the bat. And uh, honestly, I I think you and I should both. Uh, we either we maybe we collaborate in the same way we've done before. We each write I, like we read an outline together and then each go our separate ways to write segments like we did with the uh, or we write or our we own write separate our own short ones. Our own separate I mean, Asquatch ones. You, you could like have a haunted Asquatch that comes to life and fucks you. Or you find one in the wild that's alive and real. You mine's, know? mine's I think already I'm definitely going to have it more of a Scooby-Doo parody of, of like the Scooby-Doo gang looking for Asquatch. Okay. So so I've got my that's my that's my take on it. Uh empty promise slash uh, something we should really promise out maybe a special for episode 300 we have to get a bunch of content for that uh, oh no, yeah we're gonna be yeah because remember uh, part of the episode pitching. 300 we're gonna be pitching stories and stuff this could be pitching to our publishing house we're talking about doing like publish talking to publishers and, and trying to get stuff you know uh, pitched for, for that episode okay. so, yeah I'm down with that because that honestly if we can kill like we're uh, we have to get working on this, so why not kill two birds with one stone? Exactly, or that was my thought. Ass, yeah. Two asquatches with, or one asquatch with two podcasters, which is not very efficient, actually. That's just two people hunting something. Anyway. All right, um, our next story, we're bringing back Florida Man. It's been a while. Um, normally, we don't do Florida Man stories because they're kind of trite at this point. Like, but honestly, Florida Man does this, Florida honestly, Man at, does at that. At this point, it's been so uh, corona-related stuff that uh, it's almost refreshing to get Florida it Man back. It is. And this I mean, one honestly, is Florida, a Florida, mega Florida's one. never disappeared. Uh, they've been doing crazy Florida stuff anyway. But now we're really – man, you get, pe- you get Florida Man pent up, and then you let him loose on the streets. Yep. And this, this is the shit that happens. This, honestly <laughs> – this I, is the story. I actually have not really even read the story. I've Good, just read the headlines, like and that's about it. All right. This is the story of 23-year-old Lahoris Pickett Jr. And once again, this story comes out of Escambia County, Florida. All right. It all began at the T&W Flea Market on North T Street at 1117 AM. What doesn't start there? AM. What doesn't start there? That's where all crazy shit starts. Flea Market. I love flea markets. I actually you find some weird love, fucking shit at flea markets. Love flea markets. The bigger the yep. flea market, the better. All right. Witnesses told deputies that Pickett jumped onto a coin machine. Can I pause here? What's yes. a coin machine? Is that like a coin star or is it like a traffic meter? Uh, what I, do I you would, think a coin machine is? I, I, when saying that, I immediately think of coin star. Yeah. Yeah, I think two things. Two things to use coins in traffic meters or parking meters yep. and uh, coin stars. Yep. Okay, so moving on. Like real coins. Not like you went to an arcade and now you got a bunch of arcade tokens you can't use yeah. at arcade because you just... Oh, you can jam up parking meters with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just like, feed them till they die. What <laughs> the power? Like a fucking real hard-ass rap song with you just jamming <laughs> bad coins in a fucking parking meter. What the power? Yep. All right. Um, he jumped onto a coin machine and started punching and kicking it. People inside a nearby diner said Pickett then got on the ground, exposed his penis, and started screaming. 
One customer said Pickett jumped on his shoulders, which is an amazing feat of gymnastics for anybody. I can just make sure a guy be like, like a, just hey, a, that guy has his dick out on the ground. And all like, of a sudden, boing. it's like Spider-Man. He yeah. just goes, yeah. boop, 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 and he's on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a triple somersault. Yeah. <laughs> from laying on the ground. Yeah, from, from laying on from the ground. Laying. From just, just straight, straight triple somersault. It's like, like a superhero movie. Instead of an action pal, you know, punch on the ground, yep. it's a boop, boop, yep. boop, with, with, like, with just a thwip of the dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the dick hel- helicopter yeah. dick yeah, yeah and helicopter goes, dick's and, up and then when he lands on him the dick just goes <laughs> down the back it's of the guy's head hear, yeah. the guy's ball that he jumped on his back of course board. it has to be <laughs> that's the sound of a dick on a bald head anyway okay. <laughs> moving awesome. on okay summer, triple somersault on the guy's shoulders yep and then uh, Pickett was also accused in this instance of going behind the counter of the deli next door the one where everyone saw him doing this and touching and striking a worker. It's like touching and striking are the same thing. That's why I pause. Well, I mean, touching could be like a, more like a grope thing. And then like, a strike oh, is like so a... so smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have nearly as many bruises as you should have. Yeah. We'll <laughs> fix that right now. Dick power. Right. Assemble. Oh, wait, that's not how powers work. You don't assemble powers. Usually that's how you assemble, you assemble a team. Yes. The dick team, assemble! That's called team docking. Of, team called, of one! That's docking. Oh, I thought it was just a team of one. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, dick team, assemble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, like, in my head, that's the way all dicks sound, no matter what they're doing. All right. Oh, God, instead of fapping, I'm just squeaking. I don't want to see dicks necessarily, but I kind of want to see two dicks coming each other to dock, and then it keeps intercutting yeah. with, like, the SpaceX yeah, yeah. docking maneuver yeah. where the, the two portals yeah. are lining dun, up, and then it keeps cutting dun, back dun, to the dicks. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Dicks, portals, dicks, portals. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, it's like a Stargate. Yes. Just a dick coming through the other side. You're like, sweet, a Stargate. The first person anybody does with a Stargate. Yeah, that, that'd be a dick going it. into a vagina. Like, yes. it, it starts to penetrate, and then you see on the other side a Stargate. Yeah. A dick yeah, can't yeah, come yeah. out. I, I, I just saw the top, like, we open up the Stargate. What do we send through first? Go to stick my dick in it. <laughs> Some guy at the front of the gate just. <laughs> oh, we were supposed to wait. Yeah, the energy's rippling, like, yeah. on his facial hair, but then his dick's erect yeah. and missing. It's like through <laughs> it's like, it. Oh, the Stargate's a glory hole now. <laughs> Yeah, you cut to a desert yeah, and some, 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 some guy's just fucking blowing <laughs> yeah, up on the other yeah, side. Somebody, that's like somebody just sitting there reading a paper waiting for a dick to come through the Stargate glory yeah. hole. Yeah. Neatly folds yeah. up the paper very slowly, puts his tea on it yeah. so it won't blow away, yeah. shuffles yeah. his chair yeah. over. And here we go. Uh, pops in, his collar. Into a galactic blowjob. Sucks him off and then literally goes... <clears throat> Yeah, sips some tea to like wash yep. it down, and then just opens yep. the and paper, then crosses his, his legs, and, and puts his hand through to get like a little tip, and then brings it back through. And, and then, then Stargate <laughs> with like a million dollar special effect D powers. Yeah, <laughs> just the yeah, just the fact that like it, that would be like intergalactic uh, fucking blowjob or, or prostitution would definitely be the first thing we do with a Stargate. Oh my god, like little mini ones too, like little glory hole size Stargates where you just slap yep. them on a wall oh, and yeah. keep walking, and yep. someone's like. What's that? It's like, what are those glory hole star- yeah, stargates? Right. They keep popping up over the city. And just as you're walking by, Dick just kind of goes <laughs> through it. And it's just hanging in the wind waiting for someone. Waiting for someone. You're like, yeah, this one goes to a parallel universe where my, uh, like, uh, my, the Nazi version of me sucks my own dick. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the one where World War II like was won by the Nazis, and it's me walking around with a Hitler mustache sucking my own dick. I love the way that little that little grooming mustache fucking feels on my dick. Like, like I got a doorway where it's like say four, three, three or four inches above your head. You put a little uh, glory hole Stargate up, <laughs> so the dick just comes down as you walk through. He just hits you in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stargate prank. Yeah. We already got our our, our contact yeah, for this one. On that one. A Stargate prank show. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But just with glory hole size Seems, and dicks. Def- definitely sounds like a Rick and Morty type, uh, like a little like lower brow uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, no, it would work. Okay, yeah, actually would. Yeah, I they're, just finished their la- latest season. It would plenty, work. They're plenty low brow. They, but it would. They, they would put some real science in to make God, it what complex. A good I have not seen the new season. It's yeah. so good. Better than the previous ones. And uh, so all right, so we left off where he uh, touched and stro- stroked. Yes, yes, stroked. The past tense of striking is not stroked. stroked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to do a mental check on struck. that one. That would be good. Struck, not stroked. Yep. <laughs> All right, so, All right, so, arrest- so essentially he, he, hit, he hit somebody. Yeah, yeah, so the arrest report then says that uh, Pickett left the diner. He took his clothes off in that exact same parking lot, got into someone's random I'm car. I'm going to take my Stargate and leave. <laughs> yes. Well, he's naked when he gets in this random car, and he steals the car. Uh, when deputies arrived, they found a pair of blue shorts and plaid boxers in the ground, and they also said they found a backpack with a gun inside. More on the backpack later. Okay. His uh, backpack's got a spinoff. We're ready, ready to we go We are now only 15 minutes later when he arrives at a 71-year-old woman's residence. Uh, this is a few blocks away. Uh, he drove up in, to her house in the stolen car and confronted her outside. She says he grabbed her by the hair, tried to kiss her, and then picked up a piece of concrete and threatened to kill her. Oh, that's my... It's usually my opening move when I want to, you know, make something work. Kiss, threaten to kill with concrete get married you forgot pull hair at the beginning it's all steps yeah you well, gotta yeah. follow the logical progression of a relationship yeah yeah like that's the yeah, the, the foreplay yes yeah. um he then broke into an rv that was on the same property where a man was living in that rv what the fuck florida got, just, an old woman's this. house and her driveway's an rv with another yeah. dude living in it yeah apartment complex yep yep <laughs> <laughs> an apartment complex is a an rv uh parked in somebody's front yard yep uh the picket then stormed into the rv naked picked up a brick and threw it at this the dude living about, in the rv this guy's all about just using his surroundings for weaponry i like that like piece of concrete smash him he'd be uh, great on naked and afraid yeah yeah he's like he's like i've been naked and brave my whole life they let him out of the van at the, or the jeep at the beginning of the episode strips naked picks up a rock screams yep, 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 running into the yep, woods yep, comes and back just come back with like a deer, deer. Yeah. Just like over his neck fucking one he's already yeah. got a, he's already got an asquatch made from the remnants yeah. of it used as a fleshlight <laughs> and you know some fucking squaw he's pulling behind that's yeah. what i want boss boss mode naked and afraid yeah, somebody yeah. just rules yeah. it like the like jeep a, hasn't left no just a meth florida man just fucking zipping in right like running faster than the jeep beside it like yeah. <laughs> into the woods yeah oh my god that's great more new he's content already, he's already carved like uh like ant- antlo- antelope antler yeah. knives yeah stabs the side of vehicle like t1000 yeah. in terminator 2 <laughs> yeah. and this is within one one minute. one minute one minute he's gone in beat three deer to death with whatever rock he found lying around uh, carved the antlers into uh, knives and now has shredded the vehicle and then at the very and end and at the corpses. very end of that segment he grabs the naked woman who's with him like bends her over like those World War II sailor picks of yep. you know coming home and bending the woman over to kiss her 
and like pauses and she's like is this the part where you say give me some sugar baby and she just goes <laughs> like bites her on the cheek <laughs> just bites her on the cheek yeah. takes a chunk out yeah. drags her by the hair into the woods yeah. and all you hear is yeah. like a scream a thud yeah. and then you see like a little campfire yeah. spring up yeah. and comes back with her antlers uh, carved <laughs> Wait, they have women have antlers. What? I understand. None of this makes sense. Oh. Wow, best season of Naked and Afraid. Naked and Brave. No, Naked what? and fucking crazy. This is all five minutes of yeah. one episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, we're not topping this. This better be the season the finale. Next one, they, they like get out of the van. They're like, so should we uh, go down that ravine or should we go to the high ground? And literally, people are tuning out yeah. nationwide. Like. He's not gonna fucking murder people. Yeah, yeah. Take out yeah. a jeep with antler knives. Yeah, they, they turn. They turn to the fucking the spinoff this guy has, which is him go <laughs> like across the screen with some bloody carcass of something he carved. They just, they just attach a GoPro to his head and yeah. it's just him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, naked and afraid is now just this one messed up Florida man. And we just around. watch him for an hour every week. Yeah, I, and it's, I a ran, it's a random hour. You, oh, yeah. you get to pick as the viewer. Yeah, it, the only it's like the Netflix choose your own adventure specials. Yeah, the only uh, network that allows it on is like you know now the live leak uh, exclusive. I watch him at night while he's sleeping just for the night terrors for one yeah. hour. Oh, him oh, oh, night terrors. I'd get so high and just watch that. <laughs> Every once in a while he rolls into his own campfire that he didn't put out. I would like it if, was, if Night Terrors were him like saying something like in like real regal speak, like, oh, no, thank you. Uh, pass the cheddar. But and, he like, freaks out first yes. and then <laughs> says, no, 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 thank you. Like, clearly, like, parts of his past life, this very proper past life that he fucked up part of like a, a, a like aristocracy or something and then at one point someone would like because because you can choose your own adventure 24 hours a day seven days a week on Netflix yep. all the time yeah, you exactly yep, yep. You, you find a moment where he's just on his cell phone <laughs> and he's like moving money from one bank account yep. to another and stuff but still and like, <laughs> jerks off to something but it's like something you wouldn't jerk off to like oh yeah like a meal prep from recipes.com <laughs> it's actually the drone footage of him looking at his own phone looking at his yes. own phone he's just he, I can only jerk off into infinity yeah, or he doesn't work Turns into an infinity phone. <laughs> <laughs> Watching himself jack off a million times. It's getting smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he literally takes the time to password lock his phone, yeah. hide it under something, and then <laughs> and then start running around the woods. I just like the fact that he's clearly just we've just made him into this very like primate, primate, primal like uh, individual. Well, clearly he is. So this is this is a picket so far. Oh, uh, where we, we, we were at the brick. Okay, so I think though that he because there's he's more in the RV. Our, in the, this he's m- in the yeah. RV. He confronted the owner of the RV. Well, the confronted tenant, the tenant of the RV by confronting him. He naked. had a brick in his hand. And he threw a brick <laughs> he at him. Naked. Yes. All right. Uh, deputies then avi- uh, arrived at this elderly woman's house where the RV is and where he is. Uh, when they arrived, they say Pickett tried to run. They caught him in the bed of a truck, meaning a pickup truck. So he like tried to hide in the bed of yeah, a the, truck. Yeah, in the back of the truck. Yeah. Uh, deputies say that Pickett had a backpack, which we mentioned earlier. Yep. Now we're going to go into it further. In that backpack, he had his wallet and ID, a martial arts throwing star, Whoa. handgun ammunition, and a bag of synthetic marijuana that the writer of this article decided to call Spice. Okay, cool. This isn't Dune, that's Salvia. Yep, yep. 
Uh, Pickett was in, is oh, now. So, in, so this is also what they call a, uh, a a Florida man starter kit. It's when you cross into Florida and say you want to be a resident. This is what they give you: is a backpack with that, and you've got everything Florida you need starter to kit, be yeah. a prob- proper Florida man. Now, everything we mentioned started at eleven seventeen a.m., and he was finally handcuffed and put in custody at eleven fifty nine a.m. That is forty five <laughs> minutes. He did all of this. Yep. Now this that, is, th- that that totally tracks with uh, like our idea of how he would just be like within one minute, yeah, fucking three deer somehow something he's already fucking impregnated has a little baby version of him. But his day started earlier, and after they had him in custody, they found out he did more stuff before the flea market. Oh, so like eleven was him just like that was actually the, the end of the, that was his like end of the night. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, a man told deputies he saw Pickett earlier that day, so prior to 11, 17 a.m., rip his neighbor's mailbox out of the ground. Another witness... <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to use it as a weapon later because he's like, I'm just, I'm just using my surroundings. <laughs> <laughs> um, another witness said he saw Pickett break through the front door of a, of a house. A woman who lives there was at work at the time, and they uh, investigated it for a burglary, but found that he just broke open the front door, went inside, smashed her TV, and then left. <laughs> Wait, I like doing the Smash TV, TV like with the whole mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, separate instance. Incident. Incident. It's so good. It's so great. But at one person's house, you ripped yep. the mailbox out of the ground and did whatever. Another yep. house. Another one just he, punched he the TV. Kicked and the that door was it. In. Probably saw his reflection. Imagine, imagine, see, imagine he's like clicking through the channels and barely even having time to like get. Like the, the the remote's still in your hand. He goes. He walks through the door. Whoa, smash. Whoa, and he's out. And you're just like, what the fuck just happened? You wouldn't have time to react. Like that is so crazy. Now here's the weirdest part of the story. This is the how we're gonna end part. it. Oh, we're not done. This is the weirdest part of the story. Okay. The house with the elderly woman that he tried to kiss, pull the hair, throw the brick at the guy in the RV who is the tenant in the driveway. That was listed as his legal residence, and with him, that that, that that's his home. But they never once said that was someone who lived there. They just said a man attacked us. So there's a discrepancy in the story. Okay. Um, the arrest report does list Pickett as homeless. Okay. So it's, so he might have at one point maybe had that as legal residence. At something. one point in time, and, and maybe then that's obviously why he that's went the back last... there. Was he remembered it being his home, and now somebody yeah. else lives there? Yeah. And he's like, bad TV. Smash. No, it wasn't that one. That was, wasn't the TV. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the TV one. Yeah, it was okay because he's he's broken into six houses houses by now. Yeah. So. And he also has a criminal history that includes robbery and battery charges. Yeah, he's done all of those just in this 45 minutes, so it's not a very big surprise. He was very adept at all of this, the fact that he could do it so so uh, efficiently that I, I'm not surprised that he's had a few practice runs. I am not either. Um, that wraps up that story. So do you want to move on to, I think, what will be our last story? Let's do the last story, which I think is, I like the Air Beaver story, personally. Yeah, let's um, do that because I think it'll fit the time we have left. Yeah, and, I, and it's just a, it's a real lighthearted story. It's good to, to end on that note, I think. And, uh, yeah, let's do that. Air Beavers. Yes, Idaho really dropped beavers with parachutes from airplanes. And yeah. this story, it was, you, uh, I check the date. Uh, well, I, I mean, this this is talking about like an older thing that they had done from ages ago. But the, the story was posted on June 12th. So this is more of like a historical, less of a web droppings, um, but more of, uh, from what I weird, understood reading it, weird. was just kind of like the, like a weird um, uh, discovery. And what, what, what ended up happening is there was a project 
uh, that was actually filmed, we're going to be talking about it, um, called Fur for the Future, and it was lost for over 50 years. It was discovered in 2015, released to the public, and was recently re-rediscovered and, and mentioned in this uh, article that came out recently. So I believe the, the thing they're talking about happened in like 1948, but it's this little trigger, like piece of history that is just so fucking hilarious to think about them using it. And this was Idaho that this occurred in. Yeah, from what and I this started near the end of World War II where people started flocking to a lakeside town of McCall in Idaho, yep. and they started building family homes, vacation homes, and businesses. Uh, shortly after the war ended, the city found itself in a rodent problem. There were too yep. many beavers, period. A whole colony of beavers. They've been, first of all, they, they didn't find themselves with a rodent problem. The beavers found themselves with a human problem. And exactly. humans are like, we don't want uh, beavers. And the beavers like, we've been here forever, man. What the fuck? They've been in there for, uh, for centuries, actually. Um, but of course, when you get beavers in a place, uh, beavers, if, especially at, at this time, you know, like everything's probably made of wood and whatnot. They're going to start yep. fucking your shit up. They're like, oh, sweet. Thanks for chopping trees down for us. We're going to, like, chomp some of this stuff out they're they're notorious for fucking shit up destroying property destroying you know that's why when you find a beaver colony like uh, my dad's house there's a beaver pond it's mm-hmm. a, it's actually beautiful in its own way because of yep. all the crazy thing and you can see the beavers but they got their own spot you just don't fuck with them let them tear oh, that place close apart to beavers Good. in the woods of washington yeah and uh yeah, where, where you, where yeah you're exactly. from yep. I, I used to live there too yep and uh they bark like a dog yeah they they bark at you harshly and, and they and they and they like they slap, their tail. slap their tail to like uh, scare you off and shit which you know honestly i'm not gonna get close to them. I, I sit back take some videos or yeah. actually, as big as a corgi is a small one. They can actually small, get as big yeah. as a I was, big I was gonna dog. say like the the one my dad and I saw just recently because they're they're hard to like see even like roadside. Usually they're deep in, um, but like you'll see them pop their head up or whatever. And you know these things good 30, 40 pounds. Like these are not small animals. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Idaho Department of Fish and Game came up with a unique solution, which was to take the beavers and remote drop them into other parts of Idaho yes. where there's no well, people. They, oh, you okay? So I understand the relocation. The fact that they're like. Why not do it by home? airplane? Because they're also like I feel like they were bored. Because I'm guessing what what ended up happening when they say parachuting. I I, I would love to just picture each one with a separate Tiny parachute. Parachutes. But you know damn well it was a large cage, probably parachuted down, boxes. and then and then boxes. yeah, exactly boxes, and then it broke open, and they could you know they open up, and they're able to actually yeah. like release them. But I do like the thought of individual fucking beavers just being dropped from an airplane, especially if they dropped them in the wrong place. So you're like it's a nice quaint neighborhood, and all of a sudden yeah. you just like you just think you're getting attacked, especially not long after fucking. In World oh, War Two, right. and everybody's thinking, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, Hawaii. What the fuck am I thinking of? Pearl Harbor. Yes. You know, everybody's thinking about. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> like what's happening? The fucking. It's like the long game of terrorizing your enemy. We're going to introduce a, uh, a, a non-indigenous species, you know, an invasive species. <laughs> I, We're going to destroy yeah. your ecosystem yeah. with toads and rats you don't have. Honestly, it's it's a great way of biological warfare. Everybody it's thinks slow, of biological though. warfare being decades. like viruses and stuff. This is something real tricky. So now. My only question is, uh, the Idaho Department of Fish and Game has a uh, good moral compass. They decide not to kill the beavers when they easily just pop them. They decide to airdrop them, right? Yeah, right. So now, where did their morals get screwed up when they decided, let's not drop the beavers with parachutes because it might kill them. Let's test it on guinea pigs first. Right. So they airdrop guinea pigs in to make sure it would survive the fall. And after they decide... guinea pigs... uh, Also, guinea pigs don't weigh as much as a beaver. How many guinea pigs do you throw into a crate... And is there a weird wild guinea pig population now? That's actually they're, they're actually feral. Ca- they're, ca- they're actually like the size of capybaras now, yeah. like which are the fucking giant guinea pigs in South America. Like you but, just dropped hundreds of guinea pigs yeah. to test the parachuting oh. process. <laughs> yeah, and, people, people are like all the all the beavers coming up dead. Yeah, and it's like guinea, why guinea pig swarms yeah. run yeah. over a live beaver and leave the skeleton in their wake. 
also great new content if it was something like that where people did like uh, drop something that's not supposed to be there. Well, I mean, plenty of like I, wanted, I, I love when animals attacks horror movies anyway. But I like want, have uh, one like that would be awesome. I, I like, want capybara style, but like uh, they showed Hogzilla um, on uh, Shutter last night on, on Joe Bob's Shutter, uh, not, not Joe Bob's, uh, the last driving on Shutter um, that. Uh, People on Shutter had been want, or uh, viewers for Shutter had been wanting for a while because Joe Bob is in the movie, even though he's like, I'd never want this scene. Uh, the public outcry was such that they finally showed that last night, and it reminds me of something that could definitely be in one of those B, fucking bad, you know, three point two uh, stars on IMDb or rating on IMDb kind of shitty horror movies like that. You know, think like Zombievers, but actually try to make it good, like Birdemic or something, but just have it fail. That's the way I want to see this movie. <sighs> Are there any? I really uh, want a guinea pig. I'm I'm looking up right now, and unfortunately, that very famous Asian horror movie, Guinea Pig, with its sequels, well, dominates the thread when you look for a oh, guinea right, pig yeah, horror and, movie. And by the way, anybody out there who thinks you're going to get a guinea pig movie watching those, uh, unless you're really in for like August Underground style extreme it's horror, bad, yeah. which is pretty much all the, it's just a. It's just under True Gore, which I would never Wait, watch. But I, I still don't even like. I, I don't. I mean, all it is is them chopping up uh, a, a a woman on a on a table for about an hour. All right, I got one uh, on Netflix, although not America. I couldn't get the link to open to my Netflix. Oh, so, so that means uh, it's foreign. Here, but, here, but here's the beauty of it. I actually found out. So I still have a, like a, an old VPN on this computer I'm using right now so because you swap your Netflix because it was it was something I had to test for uh, my boss, and it turned out they had this thing where like if you bought one, you like I so I bought like his, but I actually. I wanted to test it out on my and own. And you got first. one free. So I ended up getting it like an like an entire. It was like a three year plan that was like a hundred dollar like purchase That's like awesome. price. Three. I never use it, but I actually found out the other day. I I I, I had had. It, I was like, oh, can I actually use this? So I turned it on to. It was like Australia. Um, I, I was like, let me choose another thing in Australia. I went through Netflix. Like all the Miyazaki movies are like streaming on uh, Netflix Australia, which no, I love. Um, so I was like, oh shit, I got to start paying attention to the differences in these. Unfortunately, it doesn't work with Prime, but it, it works with uh, with Netflix. So I'm going to start paying attention to that. This, so in other words, this, we could definitely watch it. This appears to be an Indian. Or pirate it. This but. appears to be a movie from India. Um, it is called Pink Guinea Pig. And the synopsis is a student forms the trio detective group to solve the demonic pink guinea pig case that is threatening the school and to attract a girl's attention. Okay, that sounds sounds interesting. Um, that is all I was able to find. I'm gonna actually take take a look. Let me let me check one thing here. Um, wait, what's this? Is Robert? Wait, nine most overlooked movies of 2019 from Robert Pattinson's Sexual Guinea Pig. What? Robert Pattinson from Twilight. He has a sexual movie called Guinea Pig? I'm curious if sexual guinea pig... I mean, I'm guessing that has to do with... Like a test subject. Yeah, sexual of course. Yeah. Test that's subject. the problem, too, with typing in guinea pig. Is, and that's actually when, with guinea pig, the, the Japanese horror movie... I think it was Japanese, right? The, um, uh, you know, uh, it's not even called torture porn. Nobody really gets tortured. They just get chopped up and some, it's somebody just demolishing a, a body. Um, anyway... Yeah, I guess it's going to be really hard. Oh, wait, what's this? Guinea pig I'm, mermaid? I'm, I'm even looking at uh, wait, 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 a capybara. Wait, wait. That sounds awesome. What is that? Hold on. That has to be like a bad... Guinea pig mermaid in a manhole is the name of a movie on Amazon. Uh, Wait, what? Guinea pig? Not on Amazon, but you can buy it through Amazon. Uh, Guinea pig mermaid in a manhole. And he never dies double. Oh, or he never dies double feature on DVD. Hold on, uh, guinea pig colon mermaid in a manhole apparently is part of the guinea pig film series, Ugh. the Japanese guinea pig film series. Because I do know that it's a it's a, a series. Damn it! Um, 
And uh, yeah, so apparently that's one of those as well. All right, so guinea pig two, flower and uh, flower of flesh. Let's see. Uh, again, a lot of you people out here do not want to see any of these guinea pig movies, um, unless you. Uh, I'm not going to judge anybody who wants to see these movies. It's not like watching, you know, uh, best gore. There's, live an, leak, you there's know? another one called American Guinea Pig: Bouquet of Guts and Gore. Yep. Oh yeah, American Guinea Pig series was like uh, like. Uh, so what I'm saying, I guess, is we our new content is a guinea pig horror movie, but it's about the a real, cute a real one, ones, yes. and the titling would be so fucking difficult. You couldn't use the word guinea pig in the title because it's so dominated. That's why you almost want to like, but then I also wouldn't want to use capybara because people don't necessarily know how to spell it or know what it is. Right. But honestly, maybe you could create like the like a real guinea pig one, and you could actually almost piggyback off of the, like that part of a horror movie because honestly. You know, make it through like trauma or something like that. You know, get just the right kind of backing, and and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, there's a horror movie called Horror and Hamsters. It's an anthology film. Hamsters would be the next best thing. Although, no. man, there's something about guinea pigs, especially that you can make that psycho sound with I them. No. <laughs> I used to do that with our guinea pigs like, growing up. I would be, always be like, <laughs> Night of the Hell Hamsters. Nice. I don't know. I want to see a guinea pig horror movie. Okay, well, it sounds like we like it's so hard to come up with anything original that hasn't been done. It sounds like guinea pig horror has not been done. Plenty of pig in, horror in Idaho. Plenty of Razorbacks. Yeah, like pretty much use this as the as a thing, especially if it's a period piece where it starts out with like the World War II thing, but then yeah, it, it cuts to modern day black, where black and white. They're yeah. dropping uh, yeah. crates of guinea pigs, and you see them squeak out of the woods. Yep, and but and, and the and the key is that then it's like you know fifty years later, and you have some wildlife officials suddenly, uh, on the ground watching a new beaver drop to make sure the boxes are open. Opening, they're not dying. Like here, it's a check-in. And he, but no, but here is actually the the whole thing because it's World War II style. It's there, but they don't realize they've just dropped them a little ways away from uh, like an atomic atomic testing site. Also, uh, a World War II radiated. thing. So it turns out that that's how. Like, then it's like fifty years later, and then of course you go to this town and they're telling you all of these like stories about the folklore of these giant guinea pigs and stuff. Nobody believes them, like it's, like it's, Bigfoot and whatnot. It's part Steven Spielberg filmography, like very beautifully shot. Because he loves World War II and, you know, weird stuff. Yeah. It, it's part documentary because you have interviews and stuff. And then it goes part to, like, uh, uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox whenever you see the guinea pigs. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, that all creepy stop, all stop, stop motion, motion with the, the weird, like, taxidermy. With the weird taxidermy, like, getting, yeah. like, go to this place, get get a t weird taxidermy, um, like, at least head that you could put on then an animatronic body or something. Or, like, uh, Jan Spahn. Green, green screen it so people can yeah. walk through and you just see the guinea pigs all, like, taxidermy. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. You're looking up at them and hiding exactly, a little yeah. bit. Exactly, yeah. You just have to get posable uh, taxidermy, like, faces on something posable or whatever. All stuff to, for the other people to worry about who are going to take this idea and run with it, you all. It's yours for the taking. Please make it. Credit us with it. Honestly, invite us on, and I will I will help write that damn movie. I will kill a guinea pig so you can taxidermy it. No, yeah. I won't, actually. I love animals. I will. I'll kill a bunch of them. No, actually, guinea, <laughs> guinea pigs are pretty sweet, actually. They're I so... can't murder anything except through neglect. Guinea, guinea pigs. <laughs> you <laughs> throw enough in a shoebox and don't feed them. Yeah. Ah, it's not my fault they Whoop. died. Yeah, these, it's my whoops-a-daisy box. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, think right. that, I think that definitely does show. it for the show. I really appreciate you all listening up, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the last non-COVID COVID episode. There's a reason we're going to be switching and pivoting. Uh, stay tuned uh, pro po probably next week for a Juggalo special. We're just pl still planning on that. Um, so everybody uh, get your face paint on and get ready for some awesome Juggalo stuff. And then we'll be back the week after for a good old standard episode. But don't take a week off from us. Just listen up to everything we got we to gotta tell you. We're going to still tell you some funny shit. You're going to learn a lot about Juggalos, Fago, and possibly other things. We might toss some normal web drop-ins in anyway. Uh, who knows? We haven't written it yet, but it's going to be a great time. And until then, y'all, get lost. Get lost. Get lost.